This is a Rooster Teeth production. Ahoy and welcome aboard Ship Hits the Fan, a podcast about some of history's most notable uh-ohs and whoopsies on the high seas. As always, I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. I'm Brian. Welcome to the first of three in-between episodes. We are preparing for season two, and we've got some really fun stuff planned for you. It's coming this May. But in the meantime, we don't want to leave you high and dry. Bones bleaching in the sun. Uh, Ooh, check out, be cool, check out episode four if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Nice callback. Yeah, yeah, right? Thank you. Uh, anyway, though, these are going to be a little looser, right, here in the interim. But we think you'll really like them. Because you'll just eat up whatever we give you. Yeah. Whatever slop we put in the podcast (laughs) trough. But anyway, we are kicking it off with a wreck you're probably familiar with. What do you think Uh, it is? um, uh, The... That's right. It's the Titanic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a big one. Which one? White Star Line. Oh. Leonardo DiCaprio. No. Jimmy Cams. Nothing. The sinking of the Titanic. You've probably heard of it. Sank in 1912, the most famous ship disaster, maybe famous disaster ever. But in this bonus episode of Ship Hits the Fan, we're not talking about the ship sinking, but rather sort of. five conspiracy theories about the Titanic that survive to this day. Yeah, because doing the whole ship, that's too much. That's quite an undertaking, and we wouldn't we're do not it ready. in between. No. And you know what happens. You know who died. You know who couldn't spare space uh, I've on avoided the door. spoilers. You know Billy Zane got the kid. I have a child. I have a yeah. child. You know what happens. He is all she has in this world. Yeah. Um, well, Billy Zane's been wronged. Yeah, I agree. I think, he, I think that despicable There's, woman rose. There are three <laughs> movies. Actually, no, sorry. There are three U.S. Nope, I'm still wrong. There's like a lot of movies about the Titanic. Well, there's Titanic 2. Well, those are don't even count. Did you know that the uh, Nazis made a movie about the Titanic? Really? As like propaganda. Was it good? I haven't seen it. It was called If We Did It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, a lot of culture tied up in that, that <laughs> <Yeah>. joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, it was, made in, it was made in 1943. Wow. It's called Titanic. There's, so there's... So during the war. So there's... The first Titanic movie that I'm aware of, I think there's some silent films, but there's one called uh, A Night to Remember, which rocks. That movie is so good. Oh, yeah? And it's based on a book, which is really good. Then there's another 50s one called Titanic, which is very sentimental and corny, but kind of good. Right. Then there's Titanic. Titanic, the one's highest grossing movie of all time. But then there's also a Nazi propaganda film about the Titanic. How is that Nazi pro? I don't understand. I think it was that like- the, The Follies of America- not America. It was, I think, oh, Britain. Mine Titanic. Yeah, <laughs> mine Titanic. <laughs> no, I, I think it was about like just the ineptitude of the British, you know, was the white captains star- oh. And, or oh. Oh. British leadership yeah. oh. stuff like that. Anglophobia there. I yeah. think I think that was the angle. I have not seen this one yet, but it's I actually you haven't seen I, that inter- Nazi propaganda film I'm, yet. I'm kind of interested now. I mean, it's certainly interesting. Yeah, I mean that that much is is true. I, I was working in a movie theater in 1997 when Titanic Whoa. came out oh my God. and having to clean movie theaters all day that people had sat in watching Titanic. Ooh, weeping. I, 
I would have rather have been on the actual Titanic yeah. because it was the worst. It's it's too bad you couldn't have been a movie theater and play today, Brian, and cleaned up after 18 showings of Spider-Man Far From Home. <laughs> true. Uh, true. In, each, in each screen. Yeah. 18 for each screen, yes. not 18 yeah. total. Like eight, yeah. It was a big deal if it was on two screens back oh, yeah. then. Like, oh, this is a big deal. Yeah. And it was a three and a half hour movie, so you had to you had to keep them keep them going. No, people only go to the movies once every three months now and ruin it from what I've seen. The closest thing I had to that is I worked at a Barnes and Noble and I worked the release parties for the final Harry Potter book and the final Twilight book. Jeez, and it was nice. a lot of squealing in that yeah. place that Whee! day. Anyway. Let's talk about the Titanic, mm-hmm. or maybe more accurately, talk about fake things what about really the Titanic. Sunk it. Yeah, the real the truth. truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ship Hits the Info Wars. Um, I got the documents right here. It's gonna, we're going to get into all of it the Rothschilds and the Bilderberg Group. And I mean, we that, got it all right here, folks. A bunch of that stuff is in yeah, here. Yeah, we are getting into the Rothschilds. <laughs> we are, yeah, yeah. The Rothschilds oh, these are conspiracy in here. theories are ancient. Yes. Yeah, it all comes back to them. Folks. <laughs> anyway, let's start off with our first one, which yeah. is that J.P. Morgan himself sank the ship to kill his rivals. I don't think he would do that. Well, wait until you hear the rest of the I facts, and then you know, hold your hold your that. judgment against good old okay. J.P. Okay. Uh, according to this theory, millionaire banker, just a million. Okay, I know. <laughs> Why don't you pick yourself up by your bootstraps, Morgan? Millionaire banker J.P. Morgan planned the Titanic disaster to get rid of some of his rich rivals. Yeah. Okay. There was only like four million in circulation at the time. So That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was back when like one dude had more money than the entire U.S. Treasury. Oh, what's yeah, that the like? Good old days. <laughs> I mean, well, now it's like now it's like two hundred guys. Have more money than the U.S. Treasury. And that's yeah. progress. But that's good. That's, yeah, we like capitalism, that now, I think, right? Works. Yeah. Uh, uh, which I, I just want to say too, like JP Morgan, if you are looking for per, a tailored investment strategy for your unique priorities, <laughs> they do offer some really interesting personalized investing <laughs> products um, and education planning, you really? know, any, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is that student loans? He would be a crypto dude today. He would be full on crypto. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, well, he would probably be at some weird wellness retreat. Actually, I don't know if banking guys are like that. I'm thinking too much about Jack. Yeah. Well, specifically, he apparently wanted to take out prominent wealthy Americans, Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim, uh, all of whom who died on the Titanic. Some big names. Yes, yeah, some some biggins, definitely. I forget, which is the one who was like hanging out with his manservant in the quarters in like the cabin and was just like, we're not leaving. He's like, I'm going to die here. And I know that and I'm not going to. I'm I not think gonna, that was Guggenheim, and he like it? put on his best tuxedo, or like we're gonna die like gentlemen. Yes, yeah, it like was that. like yeah. it's a big deal, and I, I think it's one of the only things that is covered in every movie about the Titanic I've seen because it is just <laughs> like imagine, imagine if like some fucking clown, like Elon Musk, just suddenly had dignity and was like, I'm gonna die and let. Ever, and just give my sh- spot to somebody else. It's so funny that all the billionaires now are definitely much closer to the Billy Zane approach. Oh, they're all there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not Elon's, one of bra- them. Elon's well, brandishing XYZ they'd Alpha. Just, they'd probably wire their is. private helicopter to come get them and be like, yo, well, no, we're going to come back for the other people. He's on the helicopter escaping while they're dying. He's like, see, a Hyperloop would have fixed this. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. A hyperloop under the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> He, uh, Guggenheim, 
Apparently, according to Titanic survivor Rose Eckard, I don't know if that's the Rose. Rose? <laughs> I don't think so. Rose. Wrote, wrote the millionaire Benjamin Guggenheim after having helped the rescue of women and children, got dressed, put yeah. a rose in his buttonhole to die. Yep. Ew. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, this isn't, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to try. I'm just like, I'm not going to try to get on a lifeboat. Other people can do it. And he, yeah, just like died like a gentleman. Put a rose in his buttonhole. And a millionaire back then was a billionaire, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty up there. 12. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this particular millionaire, JP Morgan, he had planned to travel on the Titanic, uh, but he changed his mind before it departed. So there's kind of some fuel there. Kind of the Seth so MacFarlane Seth, of his time. Did Seth MacFarlane yeah. do 9-11? <laughs> oh, I was thinking Mark Wahlberg, like he could have stopped No, the common misconception we've made on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Mark I Wahlberg know. said he, he would have been there. <laughs> he could have stopped he it. He could have stopped it. It's Whereas, my favorite because I can just imagine it coming out of his mouth. Like, oh, yeah. I can imagine his face, everything about it. Oh, yeah. He's probably doing press for Father, Father Stu. Stu. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, d- <laughs> let me just also remind everybody. Uh, if I had been on the Titanic, that iceberg would have never sh- stood a chance. <laughs> Me and my boys, we would have stopped it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway. Um, I was just going to say, do you see that they're advertising Father Stew with open letters on bulletin boards at churches? Yes, I did yeah, see that. Really yeah. cool. Very funny. Um, so, uh, shouts out Father Stew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, was supposed to go on the Titanic, changed his mind. A little bit of. Uh, kindling for the fire there but the mm-hmm. theory runs out of fuel right after that because as you may have uh, gotten ahead of us there's no explanation as to how he managed to arrange for an iceberg to hit the ship maybe right. the other way around but yeah. much less specifically killing all three men yeah there are a bunch of survivors it doesn't make <laughs> any just sense no plan yeah, in yeah. place yeah if he had, if the ship had if the ship had blown up and there were mysteriously no lifeboats at all like someone had just taken them off then I could kind of say okay something's right. up and if there was like you look at the iceberg and like on the side of it it just says morgan <laughs> <laughs> like a JP ice. Uh, but no, he, he also, obviously couldn't. Are you telling me on a ship full of morally bankrupt Irish, you couldn't find someone to just poison them? <laughs> I mean, we got a ship full of Irishmen who are willing to do anything for a buck. Well, they did see on the side of the iceberg, it was written, when you get to hell, tell them JP sent you. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, just like his, uh, on JP Morgan the, credit cards today. And there's a little little set of truck nuts hanging off the iceberg, too. <laughs> You know it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ask Astrocrats. <laughs> no one rides for free. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Folks, we got to fill time with this episode. This is a filler, so, uh, you know. I'm sorry. It's so in, funny. Um, yeah. According to the, the theory, the now debunked easily, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan wanted to kill them because they opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve. But that's not exactly true. There's no evidence that Astor and Guggenheim took a position on it and Strauss supported it. Yeah. Which I guess, I mean, you never know what was said, I guess, behind closed doors. But it's insane that you would sink sink a ship to maybe kill three people that also all stood as equally a chance as almost anyone else. No, I think it's... You think it's I thought about it and I think it's not only real, I think a rational idea. Yeah. But... You know, it's it's at kind of apt that we're talking about icebergs. I mean, we have sunk ships to get into wars before, right? I guess. Loose so lips, baby. It's not, Come on. I guess it's, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, but this is, I don't know. It feels dumb. It feels especially dumb. And it's about to get worse because it is apt oh, that hear. we are talking about icebergs. 
because there's a popular visualization of conspiracy theories about today with an mm -hmm. iceberg, you know, from the tip extending down, right? And at a certain point, every conspiracy theory seems to just connect back to anti-Semitism. Yes, yeah. yes, they all do yep. eventually. Yep, it's just kind of an inevitability of doofuses finding uh, reasons, you know, just trying to really make stretches for reasons that things happen. Uh, it does. It always comes back to every single one of these conspiracy theories. It always they, comes back to anti They really do. And this one specifically has some nasty undertones to some versions of the theory. They mm -hmm. claim that George Soros and the globalists. <laughs> yes. yes, the globalists. Yep. Oh, what is a globalist? Yeah. So I keep hmm. hearing that. Hmm. What do you mean by that? <laughs> what if it could be swapped out for another word? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, some theories claim that the Rothschild banking family, yeah. there it is, uh, who are a popular target of conspiracy theories even today, arranged yeah. the three men's death on the Titanic. So J.P. Morgan wanted it to happen, but the Rothschilds Made got it, it done? happen? I guess. Okay. Couldn't you just, wouldn't you just send an assassin then or That's something? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like yeah. you could just get somebody to poison them or, I, think, I mean, I guess this way it's like, there's no, you know, if someone's poisoned, there might be an autopsy. They might figure it out. This way it's just like, that's gone. This ship's gone. It's still dumb. We remake James Cameron's Titanic. Okay. But with Jack more anti -Semitism? is not just with, that's. Is what you're going to say? That's not what I was going to say. Oh. I wasn't going to say that. If you want that, you could probably watch the Nazi propaganda film. That's uh, yeah. But but in this one, our version, Jack is not just some hapless poker player. He's an anti-Semite. No. Oh. He's not. Stop trying. No, don't I'm put words asking, in my mouth. He's not I an anti-Semite. Like, okay. He actually loves the Jewish look, people. We've worked together for a long time. I know where your head's at. That's not what Even if it's at. not what you're saying, I know what you're thinking. He's an assassin. Anti-Semite. No, he's not an anti-Semite. Oh. Jack is is on the boat to kill these three powerful men, but instead falls in love. It would be funny if they just inserted that subplot and never talked about it <laughs> anywhere else in the movie. He it's just one like phone occasionally call. just goes around, just very, very quickly just shoots three people. Yeah, and yeah. It's never mentioned again. It's like a very old, uh, it, he gets a telegram and reads it. And it's like, you know, in old movies when you had to like, everyone would have to read the letter. And so the shot stays on oh, it for yeah, 45 yeah, yeah. seconds. And it's like, Dear Jack, did you kill Strauss Guggenheim and Astor yet? And then it just sits on it, and then they resume the movie. Yep. Okay. So yeah. we're we're coming down and saying this one not true. I think so. Okay. It's Brian. No, I I don't see it. False. No way. Okay. Okay. Well, riddle me this: What if the Titanic never sank? Uh oh. Okay. Now, yeah, go we're, on. Talking. now <laughs> yeah. we're talking. That's right. This is like the the people who think that nine eleven was a hologram. That's interesting. Are you familiar? With were there one? ever Twin Towers? I think there were at one point, but then they made a hologram of them falling. See, I, this I'm stuff not, is always I'm not so super like... In, I don't know the de all the details of that one, but... That one's just needlessly like, okay, it was an inside job, sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, it never happened. That's crazy. Maybe but... the planes were a hologram and the buildings oh. were real, but it was like... That, and there was, there was a planned demolition. Was yeah, yeah. That could be. It might be that the planes were a hologram. Yeah, maybe, maybe it could be any was. number of things. We're yeah. talking about the Titanic. And do you think that it was a hologram, you said? I think the Titanic was a hologram. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Tupac was on it and he was given a bomb-ass concert. <laughs> yeah, and Robert Kardashian up. was there. Hello, baby. Uh -huh. <laughs> or whatever he said. That was spooky. Uh, anyway, this theory claims that the Titanic sinking was actually a case of insurance fraud. 
that it was switched with another ship, the RMS Olympic, which was also on the White Star Line. Yes, I've heard this one. Interesting, right? And this one, you know, poor business practices. That feels a little bit more in the realm of believability, right? So maybe, all right, let's let's investigate this. Yeah, so this one is true. This theory incorporates that the... No, no, I don't think think we can just say that. Oh, okay. People turn to us for facts, Patrick. We're going to get cited in a study one day. Probably. Of of foolish people who start podcasts. Yeah. This theory incorporates the fact that the Olympic was damaged while sailing from Southampton, England, to New York in September 1911. Yeah. 1911. And had to return to Harlan and Wolf's shipping yard in Belfast for repairs, which was exactly the same shipping yard that built the Titanic. Oh. Well, no, yeah, of course. It's the same company. It's the same it's line. It's the lines. The White Star, baby. There's no coincidences, Patrick. The, the company, get this, repaired the Olympic, and it sailed to New York and back. It returned to Belfast for more repairs in March 1912. What? A few weeks before the Titanic <laughs> set sail. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go on. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. According to this theory, some found that the Olympic was too severely damaged to be profitable. So they switched it with the Titanic, knowing mm-hmm. that the damaged ship would wreck and they'd get a lot of insurance money. Still doesn't explain the iceberg, right? Which is very well documented. A lot of people saw that iceberg. It was not... Crap. Yeah. A hologram. No, it wasn't a hologram. They didn't have the technology. Dang. Yeah, that's why. So they just like switched out the license plate? I guess I just chiseled it off the hull and just wrote Titanic. This is one that like would require a lot of people to know about it, I think. Right? Like if they're just like, oh, why are you changing the name of this broken ship to this other ship? We're not. Yeah. No. No. Keep walking. Yeah. What are you doing here at Harland and Wolf? I feel like this is one where too many people would have been aware of it. I feel like the a few of the fellas down in Belfast after work hours might have been yapping at the pub and exactly, would have yeah. gotten out. I, I don't see everybody keeping their mouth shut about this. No. This one is so wild because it's, I mean, they're all wild. Um, and it's refreshing that this one is, is less anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it gets there somewhere. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's just like to engage in this one, it's just like, why do you need more to have gone wrong? This is the most spectacular disaster, like, yeah. or one of the most spectacular disasters in American history. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, actually, it's insurance fraud. And it's like, well, maybe an enormous ocean liner hit a giant block of ice. Huge f-ing ice. Maybe yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. Is that not enough for you? <laughs> so, the, so the theory is that this ship was, was already jacked up. They couldn't fix it. So yeah. they thought, well, we'll just send it out one more time. And wreck it. And for some reason, change the name. And also keep an eye out for icebergs, Which I was guess? the Olympic uninsured? Had they forgotten their last couple payments? Like what? Yeah, did they not get Why did anything? it have to be the Titanic? Also, how damn? so if it's too damaged to be long-term seaworthy, how do they fix it just enough <laughs> that they know it's going to go well, down? Like, I think if we've learned anything, it's that it's not, you can, you can throw a patch on something and get it out there, right? Yes. It doesn't, and it's going to, yeah, I mean, it's not going to last. It's like the, uh, the Sultana where the captain was like, here, let me, let me show you how to fix it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Episode two. Hey, yeah. 
So go I, back and listen I, to the know, library. It, it could be something like that, but it could be um, something. This like didn't that. happen for sure. If a repair is supposed to take three days, one day will be sufficient. Yes. <laughs> no problem. And you save money. It's a win-win. Well, anyway, the big problem with this theory is that the Titanic's insurance policy was not enough to cover the loss of the Olympic. Author J. Kent Layton wrote in the book Conspiracies at Sea, the Switch Conspiracy founders, quite literally, on its financial merits alone. And Brian, can you read off the, the definition for founders? To fill with water and sink. So really on the nose there, J. Kent. <laughs> well, he's writing Conspiracies at, at yeah. Sea, right? He had fun with that one. You know he was proud of him. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jay. Nice. Had a point. This one doesn't make any sense. This either. next one? No, I mean, no, I'm just, I'm, re I'm recapping this Olympic one. Because, look, the Olympics, she was a beautiful ship. Okay? No one's she wouldn't she just wasn't. go down like that. They wouldn't, let her. they wouldn't let her. No. The Titanic, on the other hand, was kind of a tramp. I don't and know. They didn't care. What, what is this? What is what? This. What are you doing? Why? Move on. Just move on. No, I don't want to Next. Okay. Thing. Next. All right. Okay. Yes. Next I'm sorry. topic. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, okay. Get this. Yeah. Titanic sunk by a mummy's curse. True. This had to be in the 70s. Mummies were huge back then. Were I'll they? bet that's when this. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, with King Tut and all that stuff. Just oh, all that yeah. oh, yeah, they found him. Yeah, that's right. They okay. found him. Yeah. He came home. Or it was like the big world tour in the 70s. Yeah, that's sweet. right. That's cool. I hope they do that with me one day. They won't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Almost certainly not. Yeah, but who doesn't love a good mummy? Are you going to be turned into a mummy when you die? Is that your pl is that in the will? No, it'll be my grossly decaying body oh, taken okay. across to yeah. different museums, just getting in worse and worse shape. With sitting in, just sitting in like an inch of water. <laughs> so that yeah. it really the rot is bad. It's yeah. Really bad. It's yeah. it's and and the exhibit is moist. Just feed me into a wood chipper and point it at my parents. Oh, cool. So you're planning on going before your parents. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, man. That's, uh, it's good to have a plan. Yeah. Um, this So this mummy conspiracy started with a passenger who died on the Titanic, whose name was William Stead. It was a British editor who subscribed to early 20th century spiritualism. Mm -hmm. Stead had spent several years claiming a cursed mummy was causing mysterious destruction and disaster in London. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, which I, I don't know anything about London. Uh, at the time, so probably true. On board the Titanic, Stead repeated his tale of the mummy's curse to other passengers. After, <laughs> after the ship sank, a survivor recounted Stead's story to the New York world, and the media picked it up. The Washington Post even ran a story headlined, quote, Ghost of the Titanic, Vengeance of Hoodoo Mummy Followed Man Who Wrote Its History. Oh my God. <laughs> Nice. Really nice, clean I'm headline. Curious, I'm curious when this conspiracy took hold because I know they found King Tut's tomb in the early 20s. So I wonder if this conspiracy came about a little later because I'm guessing like the 70s, mummy fever was high in the 20s. Well, they were pretty fresh, I assume. Like well, yeah. the, the, the knowledge of mummies. Yeah, I mean, literally, okay, in 1923, they found... King Tut's tomb. Well, so but this is nineteen. The Titanic sank in 1912 or whatever. But, but the story, the story might be from a little later. I'm not, you know. So Stead was telling a story on board the Titanic, and Never then mind. they 11 years later found King Tut. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Patrick. Hang on. Let me. Uh, let me yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. This? 
How about this? Okay. Mummy fever was hot between 1904 and 12, and the Washington Post ran four articles about mummy curses wow. in between 1904 and 1912. Four articles in eight okay. years. You're kidding. New four articles. <laughs> activating the mummy curse. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And this is back when mummies were real, so. Yeah. Right. Yes, this is back and when they actually hurt people. They would come up and get you. All right. Well, who okay. Cares? It's fake. Let's, well, Paul, it's a mummy. <laughs> no, this one's real. Paul Burns, vice president and curator for the Titanic Museum Attractions in Missouri and Tennessee, says some people linked the mummy's curse to Egyptian artifacts that one survivor, Margaret Brown, did actually take with her on the Titanic. Oh, what an idiot. She was yeah. planning to deliver them to a museum in Denver. It's like people who take the, what is it, lava rocks from Hawaii. That's bad luck. Well, I can't. I wonder. That's a curse, I believe, too. Did did Margaret Brown pass these down through her family lineage? To me? To you. (laughs) And now you've created this hoodoo podcast. I don't think so. I don't, I'm not aware of any Margaret Browns, but I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. You're really trying to throw us off the mummy scent, I notice, suspiciously. Curious, curious. Oh, it's about King Tut. Meanwhile, he's got like a staff. <laughs> of rock tucked behind him. Yes, I exactly. will have no problems in the afterlife. <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole lot of crap. L- with listen, me. he's got cats. Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of cats. And you'll be buried with all your gold-based crypto. Badass headdress, guaranteed. He's got that Bass Pro Shops hat. That that counts. Anyway, there's also a version claiming that a mummy was actually aboard the Titanic because the British Museum <laughs> yeah. had sold it to an American who was shipping it home. Yeah. Which oh, I maybe. I don't want to ruin the fun and look up whether that's true. I have no, chosen we're to gonna believe go, it. We'll say it's true. It's true. It's true. It yeah. happened. Yeah. And we get the S the S ship S H T F stamp of approval. Yeah. Yep. This does this does feel like people are just trying to add on needlessly. Like the story is spectacular enough on its own. You don't have to insert other people. It's like when, when something like, oh my God, that subway shooting, that's one next to the subway line I take. Just right. Like, yeah. yeah and it's just that like, could have been me. Yeah. The best. You're just adding on to make it about you or for no reason at all. It's just kind of, yeah. I mean, it is about me. Okay. It's this mummy thing that happened in 1912 that or that didn't happen is about you? Anything and everything. Celebrity deaths, mummy transportation, uh, the Rothschild stuff. That's about know. you. That's about me. Would you like to hear another, friends? I would. All right. Well, buckle up because even though the Titanic predated World War I by a few years, what if the ship was attacked by a U-boat? <gasps> hmm. I knew it. Yeah. Those okay. those krauts. Yeah. You can see their pointy helmets floating towards them. <laughs> yeah, just above the waterline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So some speculate that a German U-boat sank the beautiful Titanic or the Olympic. Okay. You know, why no one's saying that two of these can't be true. And it was driven by a mummy. And it was driven oh, by certainly. a mummy. Yeah. A certainly. very wealthy mummy who was opposing the Federal Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who was yeah. very for the gold standard. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, this is a fun one. Uh, anyway, the Huffington Post investigated these claims of, of U-boat aside, or I guess Titanicide. Uh, in 2012, mm-hmm. a number of Titanic survivors reported that they saw, quote, an unidentified vessel approximately five to six miles away 
from the sinking ship, which reportedly lingered until 2 a.m. And then you hear the 20,000 like, yeah, the Captain Nemo's weird submarine is cruising along. That movie rocks. Anyway. I mean, there were there were German U-boats at this time. They definitely were out there. They were cooking them. But it doesn't, you know, I don't know why they would sink it. There was some speculation that the craft was possibly uh, a submarine that had surfaced to assess the damage it had caused, after which time it skulked off. The HuffPost also cited survivor testimony about a number of explosions that seemed to go off deep within the ship. Again, though, that's probably just water hitting the no. boiling no. metal of the, you know. No, it's a German U-boat. It's a U-boat. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. This feels like the most plausible so far. It, not that it's probable, but of everything that has been posited so far, this seems like, okay, this is somewhat within the realm of possibility. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it, it's, it's, it's not so fantastic. And we do have, there's no mummies. Yeah. We, we <laughs> there's have, no curses. There's involved. no curses. There's no mummies. There's no, the, I don't know. The motivations are kind of strange at this time, but you know, we have a reference for this kind of thing with the Lusitania just a few years later. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. we got troublemaking Germans out there. Yeah. That was in 1915 and it killed a thousand one hundred ninety eight people off the coast we'll of Ireland. We'll definitely do an episode on that one eventually. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we've watched real time sinkings. That one went down yeah. in like 20 minutes. It's quick. It's it quick is one. un. Believable. Yeah. Uh, and, and the theory does say that maybe it was an accident, uh, that it could have deliberately targeted the luxury liner or possibly accidentally collided with it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oopsies. <laughs> I did a whoopsin. I have accidentally strewken this <laughs> dust titanic hoosin. What gets me about this is surfacing to assess the damage. If it were an accident. Everything <laughs> looks fine. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> Pretend you didn't pretend you did not see anything. <laughs> go down, go down. <laughs> what do you see? What do you, what do you what do you see? Uh nothing. We've stricken the Titanic shaft. <laughs> the white and star. <laughs> Shoot. Okay. I don't uh, think anyone saw. <laughs> Just back up, back up quickly. <laughs> submerge, submerge. There are no cameras around, no? I know that bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs> and so is driving a U-boat in the Northern Atlantic. I would like to see the liner. Ugh. I did not share his empathy for the grizzly bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big ups, Werner. We'll get him on one day. Yeah, Werner's coming on. And now let's bring it home with maybe the most powerful of oh, the five yeah, conspiracy should, theories. Yeah. This is a big one. This is this one's one. something else. Yep. The Titanic had a secret anti-Catholic message. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Tony and the boys got it. Yep. Oh! <laughs> took care of it. Yeah, they whacked it. Furio took care of this. Yeah. According to another theory... Catholic employees of Harland and Wolf, the Belfast company that built the Titanic, were not pleased with a secret message on the ship. So when okay. I initially read this, I thought anti-Catholic message. Oh, so the people that built it or or some of the crew or captain or some staff or passengers did not yeah. like Catholics. No, 
There is a, a an anti-Catholic message on the ship. It's scripted Apparently. on the ship, on the whole of the ship. Don, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> when you look at the numbers backwards, it says no Pope. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, the theory states that the Titanic's whole number. Jesus Christ, Chrissy. <laughs> Christopher. Uh, 3909 space 04 yeah. seemed to say no Pope when viewed in a mirror. And you know what's crazy? What's if, crazy? If you do 58008 <laughs> in a calculator. <laughs> you think it's saying And then you head. hold it upside down. <laughs> it had a it pearl says, boobs. It says boobs. Tone. Yeah. Tone, you're not going to. I put 80085 into my TI-85 calculator. What does no Pope boobs mean, Tone? <laughs> yeah, he's got a little bit of a weight problem, Tone, but he's 84 years old. You got, got time to deal with this shit? <laughs> We're going to lose a lot of money on this Esplanade deal. I don't want to hear about Pope boobs. <laughs> I want you to put as many Union soldiers as you can on the Sultana. <laughs> Tone, they painted the whole ship orange as a reference to William of Orange, just to rub it in our face, Tone. <laughs> I guess it barely could maybe look I'm, like that. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm looking at it in my selfie camera. I mean, right four now. is a. I say. I would say four is kind of a stretch. But then what's the what's the extrapolation of this. Okay, even if we did the 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 Protestants got a little zinger in there so in in retaliations the Catholics like planted bombs on it, didn't do a good job. It's, well, it's I not mean, a good honest, there's a lot of European history that is just Catholics and Protestants bombing each other. That is true. Yeah. That's um, yeah. So I you know, I that's guess true, it's yeah. not totally unfeasible, but I mean it is, but it it is. It is. But, but I, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't it's even stupid. Know. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to flip it in my camera app, I can't can't seem to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I can't. I want to see it. This feel all of these theories feel like they were suggested by someone's older brother. Yes, yes. After he folded a dollar bill to show him all the secrets. Oh yeah, the there. twin towers burning. Yeah. On the do on the on the on the dollar well, bill. Well, first he said, "You haven't heard of Stone Temple Pilots." <laughs> 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 it, okay, so I reversed it. Maybe it had to do with the font of the of the numbering because I, I don't know. It do, it doesn't quite look like it, does it? No, it does not at all. I look see like the Pope it. part. I guess kind of. Yeah, it depends on how the nine is written too. You know, like it could be you know whatever, but um, it's not real. But I I could see the nine being yeah whispering in his in in the Pope's ear at the balcony at the Vatican, just like mm -hmm. I wanted them dead. <laughs> I don't want it to make it to New York. Send me five of our best icebergs. <laughs> My older brother told me if you hold a mirror up to the number on the Titanic, he says a no pope. <laughs> then he put on the real thing by faith no more. It changed my life. Oh, it's it's fun to record it with you guys when there's not a lot of death in the air. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is oh, nice. fifteen hundred, but no, it's just the famously death-free wreck, the Titanic. Yeah, yes. we're not talking about the Titanic. We're talking about yeah, the Titanic. Mm -hmm. No, I I know what you mean. We're having fun here. Yeah, well, yes, and there was you know this is our rule. It's over a hundred years ago, so we can so we can oh, goof about it. Titanic historian Walter Lord 
wrote in his 1986 book, The Night Lives On. Cool. That's the same dude who wrote A Night to Remember. This is the this is the sequel. Wow. Okay. He wrote, he wrote two books on it. You can get like box sets that are really cool. But I, I yeah, it's a it's all like accounts of people who are on the Titanic. Well, the aptly named Lord wrote that there was no such number attached to the Titanic. Well, he's probably a Protestant, right? Well, so can we trust him? Oh, you think he's covering? I think he's covering, covering. his tracks. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. It's it's possible, certainly. Uh, the whole number painted on the ship was apparently 401. is the same as its yard number at Harland and Wolf, and its board of trade number was 13... Uh, 1, wait, how am I <laughs> supposed to read Just say the this? numbers. 100... Yeah, wait. Why is there... Oh, okay. Its board of and trade it's, number was 131428. And its board of trade number was 131428. And if you look at that in a mirror, it says no fat chicks. So that's totally okay. <laughs> I'd rather it says, say eat my I, shorts, I'd man. We just do no pope. <laughs> and if you look at 401 backwards, it's Calvin pissing on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's pissing on a Chevy ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> fix it again, Tony. Yep. Uh, still, the conspiracy theory has been around for years, but even if the numbers had been 390904, there probably weren't any Catholic workers at the shipbuilder to be offended by them. The British police had killed them all. Yeah, exactly. The British had already executed most Catholics in the streets. Author Annie Caulfield wrote in her book, Irish Blood, English Heart, Ulster Fry, also cool, that mm -hmm. the shipbuilder had basically gotten rid of its Catholic employees in the late 1800s. Solid move. The book said that by the 20th century, Harland and Wolf had a reputation for only employing Protestants. <laughs> well, because otherwise they take their orders from the Pope. Yes, yeah, so right? we, we can't have that. <laughs> it's like Kennedy. Yeah, it's, just it's too much like, of a risk. It's just like Kennedy, which if you look under the Resolute desk, it says... Ah, uh -uh, Pope. Yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, Pope. Pope. <laughs> All of our shipbuilders will eat meat on Friday in this <laughs> shipyard. Uh, what a strange Good time. Lord. So like, we're yeah. so it like it's historically so recent, but yeah, in the grand scheme, the of idea things. of like making these weird distinctions where it's like, oh, whoa, we don't hire Catholics is so. I mean, it feels I, so old timey. It's so strange. I think people will look back on this time much the same for sure. In of another course. podcast, long, uh, far in the future, of course, or yes. whatever, whatever the big thing is that whatever Joe Rogan's moved on to. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny that 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 was like you know. I mean, there were like very there were huge conflicts fought over I mean, stuff like this. Yeah, events like events like this too, like that give you something to kind of grab onto, like the single like event of the Titanic sinking is like a point in history that you can grab onto and, and then from there or out and then from there fan out and get like the context for like mm -hmm. the, the the factors of religion in the shipbuilding yards. Yeah, yeah. And and, and global money efforts and the Federal yeah. Reserve and it, it's so interesting and it's like, uh, not to get bogged down in it because you know, it's everywhere now, but like with like COVID, we've watched it happen in real time. We've watched conspiracy theories be born and die and grow and change. And it's like the way people cope, especially when you're living in a country with not the best uh, education rates mm -hmm. uh, or, or like numbers, it's like, whew, the, the, the lengths people will go through to find explanations, the, 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 the strangest possible explanation. I saw one yesterday. All, was, of, them uh, all of them true. 
all of them true. Like the fact that uh, apparently COVID-19 is distilled from, I think, snake venom to make people into oh. hybrids with Satan. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you about it. I'll tell oh, you about it. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's yeah. Shin Megami Tensai 5. That is where they got that from. That is a that is a JRPG. 100%. 100%. But yeah, it's weird. Like today, like Catholic and Protestant, there's no rivalry. They all join together to bomb abortion clinics. Yeah. It's, it's a better time. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> uh, things are still bad. But real bad. Uh, oh, we have, real bad. We have better yeah. imaging technology aboard our, our ships. Now. 100%. So you can you can't say we're in the same place. Yeah. Uh, but that's that is five juicy conspiracy theories about the uh the Titanic, the White Star's tragic daughter. And next week, I think we got something fun about a sea monster. Ooh, that's yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, I was gonna ask you what is our su- subject. I guess yeah. I should ask you that off air. I already sent it to you, so you should. Oh, okay. Know. <laughs> I'll check. <laughs> I'll check. Ooh, I'll a little, check my a little peek behind yeah. the curtain here for you all. Uh, uh, thanks for tuning in. We got a couple more of these. Uh, I think until- three. Total three total. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we got we got two more so after this, and there. then we'll be hitting the ground running again with season two, uh, doing a, a wreck a week just like we did before. If you haven't checked out the entirety uh, eight episodes of season one, highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. We had a lot of fun making it, and uh, and the response to the show has been really cool. And uh, we encourage you strongly, firmly, with great vigor. Go check it out. Yeah. And not just the first episode and the, and the last. No. All of them in between. I want two through seven. Yeah. I want those numbers up. Yeah. Because my mommy will not be proud of me if I don't. Right. Yeah. Do the right thing. Yeah. You know what you need to do. Do the right yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Wait. Follow us on oh. Ship Hits Pod, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, if you, you know, tweet pictures of boats at us that you've been on or have seen. Yeah. And look, we're. I'm still kind of mapping out season two. I've I got a doc going. So if you got any bangers, shipwrecks that we might not know about, send them our Please. way. We love that. DM Patrick. Yeah. Well, DM Brian. It's um, okay with DM anything, really. Oh, if you're just so. having trouble, if you're if you need somebody <laughs> to talk to, um, Brian's your guy. If you want to ask for a job. No, how I got started in Rooster Teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask Brian. Yeah, if you especially if questions about stand up. Yep. Yeah. I also I want to quickly. I'm here to help. I want to shout out uh, Chelsea Rose on Twitter. Uh, they went to the Woodlawn Cemetery and took pictures of George oh, yeah. DeLong's uh, gravesite. Yeah, which oh, has really a cool. dope statue. Uh, beautiful day too. At I think Woodlawn they tagged the Pod Brand if you want to check that out. They did. Yeah, we retweeted it. And, I'll go look at and, that. And uh, they also took a picture of a gravestone that says "Butts" on it. Yep. So we thank you, we salute you, and we hope your bones bleach in the sun. That ship hits the fan. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.